And now, Monster Vision host Joe Bob Briggs and Friday the 13th, Part 6 on TNT. I don't even have cards for drive-in totals. Let's do the drive-in totals. We'll do them orally. Where are they? Right here? There's nothing there. I didn't think so. We have 14 dead bodies. Here? 14 dead bodies. How did you stay here all night? Including one girl who tries to buy off Jason with an American Express card. One dead, undead body. No breasts. 14 gallons of blood. It's kind of low for the series. Face-eating worms. Corpse staking. Teen shish-kebobbing. Two motor vehicle chases, one with crash and burn. Bimbo's face shoved through a cheap prefab wall. Knife through the head. Paint the room red, bimbo jerking, head ripping, police officer head compacting, dart through the forehead, sheriff crushing, head rolls, stomach rolls, arm rolls, leg rolls, gratuitous boy scout lesson, gratuitous June bug squishing, lightning foo, whiskey bottle foo, Evan Rude foo, three stars, check it out. Gotta show it off right out the gate. Oh, what are you showing off now? The cool sound ah. of our cool voices. Definitely some sort of echo effect going on here that we don't usually hear when recording this. Yeah, and we're too hard R word to uh, figure out how to. Way too late in the night to get that uh, off of there. Pull huh? everything, all this stuff apart, and this is gonna be the spooky Halloween echoey episode. It fits. Or maybe you know? this won't even translate on the other end when uh, people hear it. Who knows? Maybe you'll it's never a mystery how all this audio stuff uh, works to me. 199 episodes in, still have no idea. Yep. Anybody that tells you they understand what the cloud is, the cloud? is a liar. Oh, man. I didn't know I was dealing with a cloud. I, I don't know. Are we? Yeah, it's, come on, give me. You sound like an old man, but like you never saw that movie where their sex pictures go in the cloud, and then they got a Cameron oh, Diaz sex cloud. And, the movie who is who, who's in that movie with Cameron Diaz sex cloud? Oh, that was a, oh, that's uh, Marshall from uh, How I Met Your Mother. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That was a really bad movie from what I remember. I didn't see it. No, I, I definitely did. I think oh. uh, probably like opening weekend. <laughs> There with my big old bag of popcorn, watching Sex Cloud. Also, I don't understand the cloud, and I don't use the cloud. Good. You should stick stick with what you know. I know which that I guess is the phone uh, floppy has disks. Its mostly. own memory. Everything you're just putting everything on floppy disks. It's all just on the phone. Let me look in my files, and then you open an actual drawer and, and pull out files. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the life files of floppy dicks. Floppy dicks, that's funny. Yeah, see? It's, it's, it's even funnier when you have this weird echo on it. Floppy, Floppy dicks. dicks. Floppy dicks. In stereo. I like it. Yeah, I think we sound like ghosts, which is fun. It's uh, three more days. Three more days to Halloween. Halloween, Halloween, mm. Silver Shamrock. You got you got everything together? You, you ready for uh, 
Not even kind of. No? No. You, you, you don't have your Halloween candy? Nope. Uh, any any apples to, to bob for? You're going to have to get a bag of apples. No, probably. just the ones with uh, razor blades in them. Yeah, razor, the huge. razor blade suitcase. Oh, hell yeah. What does that mean? Think you is, know. That, is that a euphemism for something? Why, why did they call? Why did Bush call their album Razorblade Suitcase? Uh, it's got to be one of them dumb British euphemisms. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. They got different slang over there. Yeah, like oh, knocking off a Sally Wank. Yeah, and it's like I don't know what that is. Hop on the lorry. Yeah, I don't know what a lorry is. I think that's the guy that was in House. He talk all funny. Yeah, they're different from us. Different, different just enough to annoy you. Mm, you know. Yeah. I went and uh, saw that uh, new Wes Anderson movie yesterday. It's all about France and Speaking French stuff. Speaking of annoying, or it no, was, it's good. It was delightful. Oh, okay, few. I couldn't tell you a single thing that happened in it. It was so packed full of Wes Anderson stuff from front to back. Oh, it's just I got to see it like five more times. I think in, in order to get a handle on that thing. Do the doctors say to pack your Wes Anderson front to back or back to front? I know is that if it lasts more than four hours, you're supposed to uh, call somebody. And this this was in and out, so that okay. was not a problem. Phew. Phew. Too much Wes Anderson, but not not for too long. Probably, I'm hoping that one uh, opens up wider. You're gonna get get a chance to see that again before. Uh, Open up wide, baby. Before this, uh, this, this movie season is over because oh. they, they got they got that one out now. They mm-hmm. got a new P.T. Anderson movie coming out mm-hmm. soon. Saw that mm-hmm. preview. Uh, seems like they're gonna start actually releasing movies again. Maybe they got that. Uh, have, have we reached the point where they're going to start releasing movies again? They got that would that be nice. Guy who made Baby Driver movie too. Guy who made Baby Driver movies coming out this week. Yeah. Uh, we might have a real Oscars this year. Oh. At least like half a one. Can't you know believe they did one that. last year. That was pathetic. Like six movies came out and they still try to have an Oscars. Did they give everything to Parasite or is that two years ago? Mm, that was two years ago. That was oh. that was a legit year. What happened now last year? Oh, I don't or know. I don't think anybody probably watched. Oh, man. So confused. I think uh, I was trying to pull a... <laughs> That shitty video game movie that came out like right when the pandemic started as the thing they probably wanted. Blood Rain, was that it? Blood Rain? Is that a movie that came out, I think, like the think last thing that came out before the pandemic like happened? Like a vampire thing from a long time ago. Oh, whatever. There was some sort of lame video game movie that came out. Dune. That was a good one. You seen that new Venom movie yet? Let There Be Carnage? I didn't see the first. Oh, I figured you'd be all over that one. I you saw half of the seen first. Let There Be Carnage? It, it looked right up your alley. Did I you thought. watch the first? No, I haven't seen either no. of those movies. They, I watched like half they the first. Straight up unwatchable. Yeah, and I was like, "There's, there's not enough happening." I don't in know. This film. Venom's pretty scary looking though. He's like a Halloween creature. Um, might be. Um, might have to do a double feature sometime we're before Venom. the month's over. We got monsters. We're I like Venom. Tom Hardy doing goofy voices. Yeah. and this is give, it seems like it's giving him all sorts of opportunities to goof all over the place give hardy vehicles speaking of goofing all over the place uh-huh it's baby oil and blow let's get to the meat of this thing it's an action spooktacular scaraganza scaraganza slash them up cut them up whip them out the hooters that yeah, is whip them out yeah. flop them around yeah. all of it i am one half of your host damn straight you are i'm maddo oh cool with me, uh huh. As always, that's right. He is the future man to my dignity. He is Nate Adams. Ahoy, hoy, everybody! I think this week you can be Matt Killa, and I'll be uh, Nate Einstein. 
That's, that's mm. what we're going to go as. I like it. It's for, for the Halloween theme is what's happening. Macula. I want to suck your blood. Ta-da. That's what he says. Some haunted house. Uh, I'm thinking maybe oh. do, maybe doing some haunted house uh, shit in the next couple of days. Maybe Ooh, to get this okay. uh, this Halloween thing going okay. before okay. November comes and everything's about turkeys. Yeah. They got that one up at the old jail uptown. I know they got oh, one out there nice. by the by the water park. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna Ooh. ask around and see what all the hot haunted houses are for. Uh, I could probably this year. con the little lady into walking over to the old. Oh yeah, old like a jail. Saturday night uh, haunted house. Just a Saturday night, night before night. Halloween. Hot. All Hallows Eve, Devil's Night. We could uh, hit up the haunted house and then burn down some abandoned buildings. Maybe. Well, duh. Yeah. We're going to go to some... Sounds cool. like a pleasant little weekend, is what Crow-type wasteland, We're going to be eating Snickers buildings. bars, yeah, burning down buildings. I'm, I'm, I'm fully in the spirit at this point. I want somebody to I'm, shoot me dead. Right like, now? Uh, like Brandon Lee. Yeah, that'd be... The we could probably of. get Alec Baldwin to do it. He's, he's, yeah. He seems to be on a roll. Curtains! <laughs> I think that uh, the 24-hour horror festival we went to last week really uh, unlocked some things for me. Yeah? It's... Uh, taught me to watch movies again i've been having oh. a hard time watching movies since the pandemic yeah. just like not not want to pay attention to them okay after all that like i got it back in i've been watching movies all week long how's that and i've, I've kind of got some halloween spirit going on oh i bought a big old spider and some spider webs i'm gonna put those up sometime yep. soon might carve a pumpkin i don't know oh might carve a pumpkin soon yeah we got spider things i gotta put up tomorrow, you gotta get those I spiders guess. up man yeah can't have a spider-free house on Halloween. That would be embarrassing for you. Everybody no. on the block would be talking. They would be. One of those people's problem. Their witness. I think those people are super religious. They're not allowed to yeah, uh, they celebrate Halloween. That's what's going on over there. Bro, they witness. They can't. Matt, we've been talking about uh, horror movies all month long. Yeah. It's, it's a thing we like to do in October. Mm-hmm. We've been calling it Slashtober. We've been talking about 80s slasher movies. We might as well get into uh, our, our last one, our big capper for the month. It makes sense because it's yeah. the last one for yeah. the month. Let me get into my notes here. So I like it when it works out talking about it. Let's get into the rundown of our film for the week. The rundown. The rundown uh, this week is being brought to us by uh, Halloween City. Oh, you know how the party city turned itself into Halloween City. Yeah. I was complaining a couple weeks ago about that spirit Halloween and yeah, how you they were. really scaled back, got nothing going on. Mm-hmm. Turns out Halloween City picking up the slack. Whoa! They didn't just add a bunch of Halloween costumes to normal party city. Mm-hmm. They fucking took that entire empty fucking space next to the Best Buy, oh. filled that all the way up with shit. They got like a twelve foot witch that what? like screams and talks and stuff you can put in your yard. They got all kinds of stuff. Oh man, at the old Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah, that's right. I was just trying to think what that was. That was yeah. probably a Bed Bath and Beyond. They it got the was. they got the whole space. They got everything going on. Fucking hey, check out Halloween City. They're they're doing it big this year. They're picking up all sorts of slack. Did you go to that uh, nice new beer restaurant in front of? There's a beer yeah. restaurant, huh? Yeah. No, I didn't. Uh... It's like one of those fake breweries. Oh, are you talking about BJ's Brewhouse? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds yeah, cool. This is like the fakest beer restaurant I've ever heard. Just a shitty, shitty pizza chain, I think. Oh, They, no. they ain't got no original pizza. beers going on in there. Oh, boy. They got I'll like see what a real expansive, uh, like a cheesecake factory-esque menu from, from what I have, have gathered on that mm. place. Uh from seeing them around. 
If Taffer taught me anything, it's it all sounds you need terrible. To, you I, need to dial it in. Yeah, I want to give it a try. I want, yeah. I want to try one of their big pizza cookies that they got. <laughs> is, that, is that AMC open yet? That AMC's been open. What do you mean, is it open yet? The movie theater? It's always been open. Has it? Yeah. You sure? What are you talking about? I don't think cars go there. They definitely do. I saw Halloween Kills there last oh. week. It was uh, not a good time. That movie oh. sucks dick. Yeah, I was... I told you. I couldn't. I couldn't believe how dumb it was. Like it I was, I was expecting bad. The audience. I heard some people say say it was bad, but I was just like, "Well, this is just aggressively stupid." And yeah. Like it feels like they're doing this on purpose just to fuck with me. Like I'm of. not even judging it against Halloween. It's no, just yeah. a bad movie on its own. Yeah, just a poorly constructed at all levels. Yeah. Just kept like shooting back and forth from different timelines. Like there yeah. was no structure to it. No. Dialogue was I just blame, atrocious. I blame Deadpool terrible, for terrible all that dialogue. shooting around in time frames. It would have been cool if Deadpool would have shown up oh. and been like, uh, hey audience. Waka hey. I understand that I'm in a horror movie here because I'm self-aware. Merc with the mouth. Let's do some late 90s meta humor. I'm going to talk like I'm in Scream or whatever. You yeah. love that. It never gets old, right? 19-year-old virgins? Let's play a game. Matt, the rundown this week is of 1986 film called Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives. Part Leonard, Part 6. I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, Friday the 13th is one of the big horror franchises. Uh, They made a lot of these movies, particularly in the 1980s. They made six of them. It was a big deal. I, th- I think they even went on Did to they make go like further? one or two more. Huh. There, there might have been like a seven or an eight. I don't, I don't know exactly. But um, this, is, this is the film where the guy kills people in a hockey mask. Uh, if you've been in a video store, okay. you've probably seen some of the covers. I don't know. We're going to talk about Sounds it. We're gonna, yeah, we're going we're gonna to get in here and see Sounds what it's all about. I hadn't really heard of it until this week, but you know. Yeah, first view. Figuring it out here. This is a film that has a runtime, a cool 86 minutes. Oh, winner, winner. 90-minute mark, and I'm loving it. This is what's great about these horror movies. It's where it should be. In and out. They keep them quick. This is a film with a small, modest budget of $3 million, brought back $19.4 million. It's folding money right it's, there. It's just, yeah, just F-U money right there. Yeah. Jason's uh, bringing it in, truckloads of it. Oh, yeah. Rotten Tomato score on this one. We got a 46%, so... Uh, <laughs> Critics apparently not big fans of what's going on in uh, the sixth Friday the Thirteenth movie. I believe probably they figured they didn't, they didn't figure things out to like eight or nine. I think is probably what everybody was thinking. Yeah, whenever he goes to space. Oh, that's Jason X. Oh, oh. Which I've learned recently. Uh, X can mean numbers too. I don't know. You know what else I know about X? I didn't pay attention in high school. He's gonna give it to you. He gonna give it to you. He gonna give it to you. That's for sure. Director of this film, Matt. Uh, guy, guy, uh, a journeyman by the name of Tom McLaughlin. Oh, Tommy Mac. Who, uh, he's a Friday the 13th franchise veteran because he did four episodes of Friday the 13th, the series. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Big wig over there. Also, he uh, jumped ship. Uh, he did one episode of Freddy's Nightmares. So oh, he's doing all the horror franchises. Fucking TV turncoat. Also, uh, his other big feature film sounded very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Rang some bells. I think maybe I saw this as mm-hmm. a kid and mm-hmm. had forgotten about it entirely. A movie called Date with an Angel. Oh, this is where a soap nice. opera actor uh, named Michael Knight, like that's his real name, like the guy from fucking Knight Rider. Yeah, he's engaged to Phoebe Cates, right? And everything seems like it's going good. But then he finds a broken winged angel in his swimming pool. 
played uh, by supermodel Emmanuel Beert. I was way off. And then maybe he like kind of falls in love with her or something. I don't know. Okay. Kind of remember like a like a splash ripoff or something. Yeah. I think was what was going on here. But with vague memories, vague angels. memories. Date with an angel. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. Look it up. I remember there was this movie when I was a kid that had these three little space aliens. Oh yeah, sure. That was funny, huh? Um, Space Invaders is—is is that is what that you're talking about? That was a hilarious comedy right there. They were three little aliens, three funny guys, all sorts of chaos. One had a cool bomber coat or some. Oh, shit. Oh yeah, you did for sure. Mm. Yeah, I remember that being a pay-per-view favorite back in the era of having a cheater box for me. Nice, probably like a good twelve years old when that thing came out. Just. Yeah. Uh, sure, I'll watch it for the fourth time today. I'm a fucking dumb little 12-year-old. What yeah. else you got going well, on? It's probably a great movie. Yeah, I can confirm. Great movie. But uh, that's not what we're talking about today. We're oh, talking okay. about uh, Jason Lives. Yeah. Let's, let's get into the stars of this film right here. Stars of plenty. I say stars in all caps because these, these people are big. Starred. Big time. Starred. Big time studded. Uh, first off, we got a guy, uh, Tom Matthews, playing the wow. character of Tommy Jarvis, mm. who uh, is the grown-up Corey Feldman. And this this Tom Matthews guy, he spells it Tehom, like yeah, our uh, friend Tehom the Wolfman. So that's pretty cool. You know, you know you're dealing with like not an ordinary Tom when they throw yeah. that H in the Tom spelling yeah. it. Like, this is a classy gentleman. Him and that asshole from uh, Radiohead—they're the only three mm-hmm. that yeah. use that H. One more, and then we can have a Mount Rushmore. So looking at you, Toms out there, somebody step up. Come on, put an man. H in your name. Don't be scared, Tom. This Rock. guy is a little bit of a horror movie veteran. He was Freddy in Return of the Living Dead. What? Maybe my favorite zombie movie of all time. He was Joey in Return of the Living Dead 2. I guess just well, that's so nice they had to bring back twice, yeah. Um, he was the character Brick Bardo in a Bloodsport ripoff looking movie called Blood Match, which looks pretty cool. Yeah, it sounds cool. And also he was the character Brill in one of those Sasha Mitchell kickboxer sequels, Kickboxer 4. So this guy's got horror movie bona fides, action movie bona fides, like... He's right in our wheelhouse. He was right in that movie with Borat, Sasha Miller, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He was in Borat the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, remember when he came out with a Bruno movie? Why yeah. was that so much worse than Borat? That movie was unwatchable. It was like Halloween uh, Kills to Halloween drop off. Yeah, you're not wrong. Sasha Baron Cohen, figure it out, man. He's trying. He did that other movie with the second Borat. Yeah, didn't he do like that Hitman movie with, was that like a Mark Strong in that oh, with him or something? Oh, maybe. That sounds like yeah. something that probably existed. That's weird. Huh? Yeah, I don't know why weird. they're doing that. Yeah. Ron Palillo is in this film. Ronnie P. Uh, Tommy's loser friend, Alan, Alan Hawes. Mm-hmm. You know this guy, of course. He's fucking Horshack from Welcome Back, Cotter. You start watching this movie, tw- right. two seconds in, you're like, holy shit, fucking Horshack's in this movie. He's crazy. <laughs> Taking away my first bullet point. Yeah, also, he was Frankie in Roller Disco Movie, Skate Town USA, which mm-hmm. I highly recommend. Uh, he played the character Sergeant Squealy on both Laverne and Shirley in the Army, which I guess was a <laughs> Laverne and Shirley spinoff where they went to the Army. I don't remember that. Show and also movie. Mork and Mindy, which was definitely yeah. a spinoff of that. So Nanu, Nanu. This guy had his own little like uh, Marvel franchise thing going on where Sergeant Squealy was showing up on all sorts of shows. Oh, yeah. David Kagan is in this film as Sheriff Garris, Davey the Kiggs. dickhead cop. Oh, well. This guy played the character Sergeant Sweeney on a bunch of episodes of General Hospital, so we got another soap opera. Sergeant Squealy? 
He was Sam Egan on an episode of Bones, which I know is a favorite of yours. Ooh, you love watching the Bones. Yeah. Uh, he played the character Roger Langdon on an episode of Melrose Place. Uh, he played an attorney on an episode of 90210. Oh. And he was Eddie Malone on an episode of 21 Jump Street. So oh, man. These horror movie people showing up in a lot of Melrose and 90210 and 21 Jump Street. If all, he all these fucking people did those if shows. If he would have done Party of Five, I think Ooh. that'd be the trifecta. Yeah, if you was, do... Beverly Hills. That was prestigious. Melrose back Place. Back in the 90s. And Party of Five. I did a Party of Five, That'd so, you know, I'm pretty pretty cool financially right now. Is that the one with Scott Wolf? Yeah, that's right. Double Dragons, Scott Wolf. Yep. We'll probably be talking about him someday. Got to. On this podcast here. Vincent Guastafaro. D'Onofrio. Uh, he's playing Deputy Rick, the other dickhead cop, but the assistant dickhead cop in this movie. Rick Cologne. This guy was Sergeant Vincent on NYPD Blue. I know a lot of people have seen that show. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. Those one-hour cop dramas are very boring. Yeah. And this is coming from somebody who watches cop movies all day long for this dumb podcast. Mm-hmm. Just insufferable, though. I know you're going to appreciate this. He played uh, also the character Nick. Mm-hmm. On an episode of Home Improvement titled <laughs> The Look. It was season five, episode seven. Uh, the premise of this episode was Tim buys Pistons season tickets from oh, Bud, okay. but he doesn't ask uh, Jill about it first. Yeah. So then Jill's not very happy, and uh. there's some arguing about whether or not he's going to be able to keep the season tickets, uh. which leads to the boys down at the hardware store oh, talking man. about how women always get their way by yep. using the, the look. <laughs> Ain't it the truth? Right on, you'd be right on the page with that one. Oh, I got exactly married, and oh, I bet you're getting the look all the time now. I tell you what, those those sitcoms just make more sense now. Yeah, they're really hitting home. I I just watch King of Queens. So nonstop. much truth in King of Queens, and I'm like, I'm always yelling at her, and she's always telling me how fat I am. Yeah, uh huh, rightly so. Uh, Jennifer Cook is in this film playing Megan, the sheriff's bad girl daughter. Megan. Uh, she was Eleanor in The Hitchhiker. She was Elizabeth on uh, Alien Invasion Movie V. She was multiple characters named Morgan on the uh, soap opera Guiding Light, which is strange. They had her play different characters, but they were all named Morgan. What was going on there? Well, yeah, I got it. Also, probably you're going to need to bing this and figure out what was going on. She played the character Helen on a made-for-TV movie called Daddy, I Don't Like It Like This. I'm listening. Which sounds like some sort of lifetime fucking nightmare. Yeah. That sounds real bad. Daddy, I don't like it like this. Yeah. No, thank you. Daddy. Tom Fridley is in this movie as Court, Megan's dipshit dude friend. Uh, You recognize him as being Alan from The Karate Kid, I'm sure. Mm. Being Brillo in Iron Eagle. Mm. Also Mm. playing a prison guard in Face Off. This guy is a big time action movie veteran. Big actor. He's a legend. Darcy DeMoss plays Nikki, the girl that Court uh, fucks in an RV. Oh, my darling Nikki. She was Dee Dee in teen sex comedy Hard Bodies. She was Dee Dee F in mm-hmm. Jason Friday 13th. Right. Also, she was uh, DTF uh, playing the character Knox in Reform School Girls, another oh. exploitation classic. Oh, yeah. Also, she was a character called Carmella in something called... Erotic Confessions, Volume 6. Okay. Which I think just has to be straight up porno, probably. Hopefully. Sounds like it's probably just straight up porno. 
Uh, somebody who I don't think's been any porn is Tony Goldwyn, who's in this movie as Darren, the guy who's supposed to be a camp counselor, but he gets killed by Jason. Whoops. He played Ted in the Christian Slater movie Cuffs. He played Father Cole in The Pelican Brief, which is a Julia Roberts thriller. Oh, so good. Sure is very, very good. So good. Also, he was uh, John in The Last House on the Left remake, so he's kind of a scream king here. This is what we're dealing with. Last House on the Left. Is that Jennifer Lawrence? Mm, I don't don't think so. Or she was in... Yeah, fuck, I don't know. She all was those, in something. Yeah, all those movies. She was in one of those horror movies before she was famous enough to not have to do that. One of those. Mancy McLaughlin, yeah, Renee Jones, and Carrie Noonan are in this movie as Elizabeth, Sissy, and Paula. All camp counselor ladies get mm-hmm. killed by Jason. They're all TV soap opera actresses that have been in all the same TV shows and soap operas that the previous people have. We, we got to move this along. We can't get in the weeds too much with this shit. The one looks like Lark Voorhees, but mm-hmm. is not Lark not, Voorhees. Yeah. I double checked that as well. I'm yeah. just making sure this is not Lark Voorhees, right? No. Correct. Jason no. Voorhees, yes. Mm-hmm. Lark Voorhees. Oh, I wonder if no. they're related. That never really uh, I think occurred so. to me. Yeah, could yeah, be. It's probably why she didn't want to do it. Before we get out of this, though, I got to mention Bob Larkin is in this film playing Martin, the drunk gravedigger, who kind of steals the movie, in my opinion. Martin. Uh, he was the army veteran in Baby Owen Blow favorite, Yumi and Dupree. Mm-hmm. He was the minister in Wayne's World 2. Mm-hmm. And he, of course, played Janitor Bud on Boy Meets World. So, wow. this guy's cashing checks right and left. It's kind of a... And all sorts of great shit. Just a hallowed career right mm. there. You said it. C.J. Graham is in this movie as Jason Voorhees, former drowned boy, turned into a serial murderer, turned into an unstoppable zombie monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also played Jason in random video games and Alice Cooper videos that were tied into this film. Mm. And he played the character Sergeant Bedlam, Hell Cop, in the movie Highway to Hell, which sounds great. No, Ding that one. Tagline of this film, kill or be killed, kill. exclamation point. Kill, kill. Which is pretty much just like you're going to be killed because Jason's the one doing the killing. You're not doing the killing. Kill, kill, kill. Uh, plot of this film. Let's get into it. It's, it's very in-depth here. Mm-hmm. Determined to finish off the infamous killer Jason Voorhees once and for all, Tommy Jarvis and a friend exhume Jason's corpse in order to cremate him. Things go awry when Jason is instead resurrected. Sparking a new chain of ruthlessly brutal murders. Mm. Now it's up to Tommy to stop the dark, devious, and demented deaths that he unwittingly brought about. That sounds scary. Part 13th Part 6, Jason Lives. That sounds scary. Indeed it does. Uh, Matt, our next uh, segment of the podcast uh-huh. is bullet points. It always is. Oh. It's uh, stabbing <laughs> points. Is that what we changed it to? We changed it to something... Uh, Where's your soundboard? You uh, sleep at the I wheel on that thing. <laughs> okay, thank God. Thank God we got some of that going on. Wouldn't want, wouldn't want to get some angry emails. No. Nope. Well, that's how we were doing the soundboard thing, man. What the fuck? Aww. Now, your first bullet point, I think you uh, let let the cat out of the bag a little bit. It's got something to do with Horshack. Well, it's a lot 
Cause we got him on the spot. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. It's a great. It's Horseshack, baby. One of the greatest uh, opening theme songs to a TV show ever, I'd have to say. That's it's it's got to be John Sebastian's right Welcome Back. Oh, That's absolutely. Right, yeah. That's one you could just listen to on like a porch, sipping sipping a, an old style, Can and, and just, do. just enjoying enjoying life, just letting life happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, first thing that hit me is just the mood of this thing right away. Mm-hmm. We've got fog, we've got shadows, mm. we've got random wildlife. This is the beginning of a universal horror movie. It just like right out the gate. It feels like you're watching something from the forties back when they were like, we're going to make a horror movie. Let's make it look spooky. Probably. It's yeah. It's going to be very important to look spooky. Pe- people are going to love that. Yeah. You don't get that enough in movies these days. I love the mood. I love the look of this movie. It's probably the... Not probably. It's definitely the best-looking Friday the 13th movie of the entire franchise. That's fair. Without question. Without question. It's This look is like any time current movies spoof 80s slasher movies. Mm, yeah, sure. It's this particular look they're stealing. And they, they, they generally make things that look better than uh, straight slasher movies that come out these days. Because it's like, yeah. yeah. Pay, pay some attention to the aesthetic right here. Yeah. Make it fun. Also, we've got a brand new Tommy Jarvis here for the third movie in a row. Um, and unlike the drip from uh, part five, mm-hmm. this guy's kind of doing a growly uh, Corey Feldman impersonation when he talks, mm. which I appreciate wholeheartedly. Yeah. If you're not going to be able to get Feldman back, which, come on, what what was Feldman doing? He's probably gearing he up to do him. Ninja Turtles in a couple years. He's he doing like Meatballs 4 here in uh, 1986. What could he, he have been doing that they didn't get Feldman back? Uh, drugs or old rich he was Jewish men. Of course he was doing old rich Jewish men. All I'm saying is like fit a horror movie in in between that oh. every once in a while. But this guy's pretty good. He's hanging out with Horshack. And they're going to the fucking graveyard. Yeah, you got to. The graveyard looks right out of like the Disney Haunted Mansion or something. Mm-hmm. It's decrepit. It's spooky. It's old. It's There's tombstones and wrought iron gates and lightnings crashing all around like that live video. This is Ooh, yeah. this is Halloween right here. This is this is the mood of Halloween. You're watching Jason Lives. Is, is live coming coming around again? Is it time for us to go to another live concert? That's, Hopefully. It's been a while since we've been to one. I think. Post-pandemic, live needs be. to be touring again. Let people know that it's safe. Yeah. <laughs> just it, it, That's how I'll know that the world has come back yeah. entirely when we're, we're out there at another live concert. It's like that Dolphins Cry song, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like that. Yeah. What are some of the words to that song again? <laughs> you know? Feel good favorite. Yeah. So uh, these guys, they've brought Jason's mask to the graveyard, which I think is a little bit reckless, like... I do too. Going to the graveyard where Jason's buried, and you're bringing the mask with you. I, I don't know. It seems seems like you're just begging for trouble, right? Yeah. There when you do that shit, just wishing him back to life. Then they're like, "Oh well, there's his grave. He's uh buried. Everything seems to be undisturbed and fine. Nobody's died in a decade or whatever. Eh, how about we just dig him up and just just to make sure." Uh, mm-hmm. Just to make sure there's no chance of creating another Friday the 13th sequel, because these things are making a lot of money. I don't know, as long as Jason's buried in the ground, we don't nobody's really cashing any checks yeah. around here. So, No money for nobody. They dig him up like a couple of fucking idiot yahoos is do. what happens in this movie. And you just kind of got to go with it, because yeah. Tommy's just like, no, I'm crazy. Uh, I'm going to dig him up so that I can kill him. Just go with it. We don't have a movie otherwise. Something, something's got to happen here. Yeah. 
They dig him up. They do. They crowbar open that coffin. You got to. Oh, man. That maggoty body that they find oh, in there? Nothing but. Covered in maggots and worms? This this dead corpse adjacent that looks so Whole face. Cool. It's all maggots. Looks like something out of Lucio Fulci movie right here. But this is, this is, a, this is an American movie. American. Getting wide release in 1986. They're being full-on gross with it. Yeah. I appreciate these visuals so much. This opening... One of my favorite horror movie openings, just the look of everything, yeah. and how they just go over the top and make everything okay. gross and cool. Yeah. Fucking loving this movie so far. Unfortunately, slimy for humanity, uh, Tommy Jarvis sticks a metal uh, pole through Jason's uh, rotting maggot corpse. Yeah. Was that like a fence post yeah, that yeah, he got at the part cemetery? Of that, part of that like, gate around the cemetery. Rot iron gate. Wouldn't you know, uh, it's a little bit of Halloween magic, I guess. Uh, it gets hit by lightning, and then Jason's corpse is reanimated, and he becomes an unstoppable zombie monster now. So, I mean, that's bad. Same thing could have happened if a dog would have just pissed on him. <laughs> dog pisses fire, uh, lightning hits a pole in your heart. Just, Either these or. Are, these are different ways you can bring back unstoppable killing monsters. I guess you can say for this movie, electricity reviving a heart or whatever kind of makes a little bit of sense. Isn't as completely random as a dog pissing fire like we got in that Freddy movie? I think the dog thing made sense. It was in a dream. The dog thing was pretty fucking cool. Like, how often do you get to see a fucking dog pissing fire? Plus, that's like often. It's an old Swedish uh, folk tale. Oh, uh, tell me, tell me more about Mr. Swedish Harlan, folk tales. Mr. Harlan brought over to our country. Oh, okay. Just, yeah. You got like a, a book of these at home or something? Oh, you can tell me more about uh, what's going on in Sweden, absolutely. their beliefs? Yeah, they're very erotic. First thing Jason does when he's reanimated as a zombie corpse is just punch his hand right through Horshack's chest. Yeah. Just clear through his just chest. Just a straight just, hole. You get a Horshack blood everywhere. Yeah. I think they should have done something where they like ripped off his nose or something. I think they would have been like, oh, Horshack got his oh, big old honker ripped off. Yeah, he seemed sensitive about it. No, maybe maybe I shouldn't have brought it up. Yeah. Sorry, Horshack. Is Horshack still alive? Sergeant, uh, him up in a while. Sergeant Sh- Shoney's? Sergeant Shoney's. Whatever his name was. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know the old popular restaurant that Horshack ran? Ah, cool. Moving on now. Moving on to uh, Jason gets a James Bond opening, basically, right here. Yeah, I wrote that down, too, huh? You, you zoom in on Jason's eyeball after he kills people, and then Jason steps into, like, the retina of his eyeball. Yeah. All James Bond-esque. I think this is, like, a big indication here. Like, uh, Jason's just the main character, this one. We realize you don't care about any of the dumb teenagers we keep coming up with for these movies. You're nope. here for Jason, so yep. here he is, the big-time hero. Yeah. So I think up until this one, they were all opening like Rocky style, these movies, where you'd get that little like recap of everything that happened in the movie beforehand, before the movie started, which is kind of useful when you're just like watching a random one, like uh, on a Halloween uh, night of scary movies. Yeah. But when you watch them like all in a row, it's it gets real tedious just watching the fucking recaps for the first 10 minutes, all these. I like the James Bond opening a lot more. I was uh, never a Friday the 13th man. No, sacrilege. So. Were you a Friday the 13th tween? 
It was Friday Thirteenth Boy. Okay. No. Uh just never. I don't know. You have some sort of loyalty to Freddy. Is yeah. What was happening probably. Here? I guess. Like, I, I like the motor mouth Freddy. That guy's I've got seen charisma. a lot of Freddy films. Jason's just a lumbering moron. Yeah. What's what's his thing? Yeah. Which I think is kind of what we're getting at here in this movie when we make Jason a big reanimated tank ass zombie. It's like. What's Jason's thing? He's kind of just second Michael Myers. He's not as charismatic right. as Freddy. There's like, well, we'll give him like superpowers. He'll just be the big unstoppable tank one. Yeah. Which has kind of come back around to now they're like having Michael Myers be like that in all of his movies. They are. Michael Myers has now become Jason. Everything's confused. Yeah. These guys need to stay in their own little niches. Right. I feel like. Michael Myers doesn't have to move fast. Yeah. And why does he have super strength all of a sudden? He's yeah. supposed to just be a normal man. He should be. Have, we, have I have I talked about how bad that new Halloween movie is? Did you see it? Oh, good God. Was, what is going on in that thing? What is going on? That's what yeah. I said. Um, so next uh, bullet point I got here is we're at the Forest Green Sheriff's Department. Yes, sir. Uh, Tommy Jarvis runs in and the, the sheriff goes from being dead asleep at his desk uh-huh. to jerking awake and pulling a gun and sticking it in a kid's face like yeah. zero to 60 real quick. That's what I do. Love this energy right away. This, this incompetent police officer napping on the job and then waving a gun in a child's face. Oh, he's sleepy. It's not really his fault. Um, it seems like he's been expecting the Terminator to like crash through the front of the, uh, police station or something with yeah. how, how at the ready he is to pull a gun on people yeah uh so then he just keeps threatening to blow the kid's head off for no reason after and he's not like oh my good you startled me so sorry to wave a gun in your face he's just like look kid what are you doing here in the police station i'm gonna fucking kill you with my gun you little asshole it's fucking 86 bro he knows when he's dealing with just a tweaker instantly he's just like this kid who i don't know and have no experience with is a piece of shit and a i tweaker. hate him i'm gonna give him the hardest time for the rest of this tweakers. whole fucking movie this guy's uh, drinking drain based on nothing he throws tommy jarvis in jail uh-huh. just instantly uh just like all right kid telling me that people are getting murdered or whatever you're in jail because yeah. that's illegal well, he throws the kid in jail because mm-hmm. Tommy's like, you're not doing it enough, and then races behind the sheriff's desk and grabs his shotgun. Tommy does have which some, is highly some manic illegal. energy going on right here. But, you know, Jason's back is what's happening. <laughs> like, yeah. Guy, we're we're Says, in Camp Crystal Lake here. You should know what's going on. Jason's killed, like, hundreds of people at this point. This is the sixth movie. Jason's back, says the guy that the sheriff recognizes from the loony bin. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Well, yeah, because he's, he's a victim of a horrible massacre that happened when he was a little child. Yeah. This guy can't get any sympathy at all. Yeah, he's fucked up. He's got PTSD, mm-hmm. and he tried to steal a cop's gun. Yeah, so the cop's like, all he's, right, you're in jail now. He's a danger just to himself and to everyone bed. else. And Tommy Jarvis, he's just like, well, I'm not going to go to bed. Jason's around. He's killing people. Yeah. He tells him, either you get some sleep, or I'm going to come in there and put you out. Yeah. It's fucking, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was a tough thing to say to a kid. Yeah. Um, kids treated worse than Rambo is my point here. It's just small town, wow. small town harassed by the cops. They're, they're treating him like he's Rambo. Well, he yeah. looks like a clean cut, nice kid. That just broke out of a mental hut. Hey, it's not like he rolled into town fucking dressed in army surplus wear with long hair like a John Rambo <sighs> type. I don't, I don't get where all this guff's coming from. That's true. Um, driving in the foggy forest is my next bullet point here. Yeah, we got a 
counselor couple. Uh-huh. Uh, Darren and uh, some redhead chick. Yeah. I wrote, the guy playing Darren is one of the worst actors I've seen in a really long time. Wow. He uh, just over-delivers everything in the same cadence that all those, like, sassy child actors do on Disney shows. Yeah. Which is real annoying to listen to. Redhead chick, pretty good, though. She's she's trying to pull her weight here and his. She's trying to make this scene watchable. She's got a real career. Mm-hmm. I like that uh, they're driving through a very foggy forest at nighttime, and they uh-huh. come upon Jason standing in the middle of the road, and she's instantly like, oh, fuck, it's Jason Voorhees. Let's turn around and drive away as fast as possible. Smart. Very smart. You know, you don't often get characters in these movies that... Uh, have that sort of sense about him. It, yeah, she's like, here. this looks fucked up. Mm-hmm. Let's get the fuck out of here. The dude's kind of like, nah, let's do some other stuff because yeah. we got to die in this horror movie. We got to be stupid characters who die to keep this horror movie working. So He's like, just hit him with the car. Yeah. No one wants to coming get up hit with by a car. Running a guy over plans. He's yeah. coming. Let's just honk at him for a bit. And uh, then Jason Voorhees will probably get out of the road because yeah. he hates honking. You're just making him mad. No, yeah. Jason Voorhees just takes that big metal pole that was stuck through the middle of him. And he uh, stabs their tire with it. And yeah. Blows out one of their tires. So now they're trapped. They're fucked. These people are going to get killed by Jason Voorhees. That's that's Jason's plan. Mm-hmm. Um, Darren gets a gun. It's like a little six-shooter. Darren like, got a gun. going to shoot Jason Voorhees. I don't know. There's been like five movies. He's been shot, stabbed, exploded, burnt. Probably if I just shoot him once, it'll be fine. I'll take care of this baby. Don't you worry. He shoots him several times. Yeah, but we've got unstoppable zombie Jason going on now, so that's it's not going to do much for you. Jason sticks his pole through him and then like pole vaults him like twenty feet in the air. Hey, he also stabs him. Heyo! Hey, he's fucking uh, his blood splatters all over the windshield. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's just pretty fucking awesome. The then the chick, lady, yeah. yeah, she starts running away, trying to get away from Jason, but she trips and falls like ladies always do in horror movies. Mm-hmm. She's like in a muddy puddle. She's Jason's kind of hovering over her mm-hmm. after he appears out of nowhere. Ha! Ah, it's a big jump scare. Ah, there's Jason. I thought he was going to piss on she's her. She's got like the lighting's kind of interesting here. She's got like, uh, it's all dark, but she's got some light traveling across her eyes, kind of like classic Hollywood type shit going on here. Mm-hmm. This guy's throwing back to a lot of like classic stuff. This, this, what is it, McLaughlin? This Tom McLaughlin? Tommy Mac, yeah. This guy's, this guy's got an eye for uh, what, what a classic horror movie she looked like. He knows. Yeah, Jason just stabs the shit out of her. Yeah, she gets that. killed. She just gets completely murdered. Back at the police station, kids are worried that all the counselors have disappeared. These two yeah. people we just saw murdered. This is uh, Megan, the sheriff's uh, horned-up daughter. This is where we find out that she's a hornball and his and all daughter. Her friends, they're like, I think our counselors are dead. And Tommy Jarvis is like, Yeah, that's because of Jason. Jason's back. He kills camp counselors. I've been just—it's been happening for decades in this town. I've been telling you about it all night. Let's, uh, let's get a posse together or something. And she's like, I'd really like to sit on that young man's face. I think she's maybe the horniest uh, main character in horror movie history. Because these movies always have like the horny friend. Yeah. But then like there's the main character who's not horny. This is like the only one where it's just like the main girl is just like fucking gooed up the entire movie trying to fuck yeah. everybody. Speaking of the it's 80s. Interesting twist. The juice is loose. In her pants. Mm, that, that's what's going on. Yeah. She's like, this Tommy Jarvis guy seems pretty crazy, but also I want to fuck him. Dad, why don't you let him out of jail so I could hang out with him? Yeah. Dad's not having it. 
No, you know, he's, he's, like, he's a smart man. This is stupid. There's no Jason. Your camp counselor is probably just like off at the Starbucks or something. Don't even worry about it. I'm not going to do my job at yeah. any point in this movie. Don't ask me to do any police work. It's not happening. No. It's just, it's just not happening. He's like, in fact, mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Rambo this kid. Sure. As in drive him to the yeah. edge of town. Driving you to the edge of town, you just keep it going. Go yeah. on, get kid. We don't want your uh, kind here and fucking killed for vagrancy in Jerkwater, USA. Jerkwater, USA, or whatever they've renamed Crystal Lake because they're Forest trying to sound like Green Forest County. Green. Forest Green. Give me a break. Everybody knows this is Crystal Lake. You can't just rename a town. Yeah, but we got bigger things happening. Uh, drunk grave digger things going on. Old drunken uh, grave digger is just like, oh, shish, 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 somebody dug up Jason Voorhees' grave. I better cover this thing back up with dirt, because that's my job. Uh, he sees a foot sticking out the coffin. He does see a foot. And, and he's, he's like, like I don't want to deal with that. Time for me to just throw some dirt on this problem and ignore it. That's a foot. That's got to be Jason's His foot. Delivery is Full on, like he's in an old Western movie. He's he's growling and grumbling. He's looking directly into the camera and like saying things to us, the audience. Yeah. This guy's a lot of fun. He's great. He's a good guy. Totally on board with this guy right here. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, kids are uh, back at the the camp in the next scene, and they're like, "Well, looks like the people who run this camp aren't here. We're probably gonna have to do it." Yeah. Uh, even though we're just teenage idiots and we've got no idea what we're doing. Uh, here comes a big bus full of school children. I guess uh, we're just in charge of them now. Yep. It's the 1980s. Very lax. People were just sending busloads of their kids out into the woods to they didn't even know who. Yeah, without cell phones. Does this, this stuff still go on these days? Are people still just shipping their kids out to the fucking woods to be like taken care of by teenagers all fucking summer? Yeah, man, maybe. I've never known anybody who's been to camp or sent somebody to camp, but definitely more of an East Coast thing. Than, I went uh, to camp for a week. You went to camp for a week? Oh yeah, summer camp for a week. Wow, that sounds... Didn't shit the whole week. Didn't shit the entire week. The whole week. That's... I, what, what, what happened after you got out of that camp and shit for the first time in a week? Hmm. Is it a painful experience for you? Yeah. Yeah, I just pooped. Just, just, just after a week, just yeah. normal. It's tremendous it's willpower. What was, what was the facilities going on in there where uh, you held it for an entire week? Sounds, mm-hmm. sounds pretty dire. Well, the first day we were there, mm-hmm. we got off the bus. Yeah. And John Grady had to poop. I'm familiar with that, man. And, and his uh, poops. We're like, we just got here, John. You're going to have to wait a minute. Mm-hmm. And finally, we get to our cabins, and he's like, Where's the shitter? I got a shit. And we're like, Well, go ahead. And he's like, Well, come with me. And we're like, We don't want to. No, yeah, that's so go by yourself. We go to the, I want to be there when that happens. We go to the shitter at the campsite, mm-hmm. and it's, uh, it's a little outhouse named Edwina. Did they name the, the all the outhouses for all the different camp spots, pretty, whatever pretty cabins strange. and shit? Edwina was, was the name. Edwina. Uh huh. It's uh, Edwina. Is that like named after the lady who owned the uh, the camp or something? I think they <laughs> were. Edwina? I don't know. Like some of them had like classical uh, composer names. Oh, that's very weird. Yeah, but ours was Edwina. Go over to Chopin and take a squee. Uh, Grady's in there for a minute. Mm-hmm. We're outside mm-hmm. waiting for him. Guys All not of a doing sudden, any, like comical, like knocking on the door or anything. No, we hear some comical on. knocking coming from inside, Uh-oh. and like a, <laughs> and we're like, what "The fuck's going on?" I've never known John Grady to make that noise. A couple 
couple minutes go by. Oh, John comes out of the, 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 the outhouse just out of breath. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, he's running around in there. What's up, man? What's going on? He's like, I think I just shit on a possum. <laughs> That's all I needed to hear, friend. Yeah. I knew what I was doing sounds, for the rest of the week. Like a fun game to me. It's fucking not shitting. Hit that possum. Yeah. See, see who can bean him the the worst with a flying turd. Either way, that week probably made me the scumbag that I became. Yeah, couldn't have that. done good things for your no. development. That's for sure. Yeah. No, you're just on your. It's a terrible idea. Don't send your kids. I like kid. that there's actual kids at the summer camp in this Friday the Thirteenth yeah. movie. This is the first one that did it. It never made any sense watching no. these movies set at camp. Like, well, why aren't there a bunch of kids at the camp? It yeah. seems like there should be kids. Jason should be murdering little children. This one finally has the courage to put a bunch of little kids in danger, make you think that they're going to get slaughtered by Jason. Finally. Good touch. Excellent touch. Um, Unless it involves the kids, and then it's a bad touch. Good touch, bad touch. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not the police. I'm not here to figure out what's I got what. your back. I don't know what, what was acceptable in the 1980s. Uh, after this is the dumbass paintball scene, which I always fucking hated in this movie. Yeah. And is... Like comes out of nowhere. There's no sticks point. Sticks out to like it. a sore fucking thumb. There's some like bald virgin dorks out playing paintball in the yep. woods, and it's like a corporate retreat or something. And yep. Jason murders them all. But like, that's all you need to know about they're that. Doing like high comedy here, like just like everybody's acting. It's just like suddenly you're in a completely different fucking movie for no reason. Yep. They're all like being over the top misogynist, and then like a woman shoots them, and it's like, oh, woman won the paintball. She's a company what? exec. Mm-hmm. Performances are over the top here. Fucking everybody is just, this is like you're watching Kentucky Fried movie all of a sudden. Mm. Some dumb comedy just broke out in the middle of this Jason Voorhees movie. Yeah. I hate it. I think you cut this thing out, you get this thing down to a clean 80 minutes. It makes us a much better film. Oh, yeah. 77 but, uh, at least. There is one dude just hacking away at the forest with a machete for no reason, acting like an insane person. So yeah. Jason ma- manages to take the machete from him and then like hack everybody's heads off. So now Jason has a machete, which is a good look for Jason. You always want him to be able to get his hands on a machete at some point. In your the guy who was hacking through the forest was mm-hmm. also in just a ton of uh, commercials and sitcoms. Oh, Wow, back yeah. in the day. Just Still to this ha- day. Hawking Sunny Sunny D and whatnot. This guy's just a I did kind of like the legend. gag where Jason uh took that guy and smashed his face against like uh the tree and then uh the, the, they made a bloody smiley face I, on the tree like from his blood too. when his face got split open. Yeah. That was that was a good little gag. It was like when Forrest Gump wiped the mud off his face. It was a lot like that. Yeah. Jason Voorhees, Forrest Gump. There's there's a lot of different parallels there. Yep. Um, so yeah, six or seven bald guys die. They all seem like they were filming an earnest movie and had no idea that they were in a Friday the 13th movie. Right. And then it never comes back. Uh, there's no reason to ever see them again. Nope. Completely stupid. Jason got a machete. That's all Mm -hmm. you need to know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tommy Jarvis escapes from jail. Yeah. This next scene here. Um, well, not really from jail because the police are escorting him to the edge of town, like you said. Yep. And he's like... These fucking idiot cops are letting me drive my own car or do whatever I want. They should be locking me up because I'm a crazy asshole. Uh, left turn into the cemetery here. Now I'm going to run around screaming like a crazy person. I'll show these people how crazy I am. I mean that Jason's Yeah, back. he's like, look at Jason's back. His grave's dug up because I dug up his grave. But we've already seen the grave digger fucking... <laughs> 
He took care of that. He fucking he put all the dirt back. Grave looked pretty filled up to me. Tommy just looks like a dumb idiot here. He's fucking screaming he about nothing. Yeah. Uh, maybe not the best police work again here, where it's just like, well, it is a fresh grave and shouldn't be because it's been here for many, many years. Seems, seems strange that it's freshly dug up here. Wow. There's there's no grass anymore or anything. Yeah. But there's, they don't question it. They, they, don't, they don't care about they that. Don't, they don't run cemeteries. They don't know the rules. Yeah. So uh, fucking, yeah, the... Grave diggers just like, I don't know what this kid's talking about. Uh, yeah. Get him out of here. Nothing weird's happening at the cemetery. Tommy Jarvis just keeps screaming, You gotta dig it up! You gotta dig it up! While he's being drug away. And what does the grave digger say? Dig him up? Does he think I'm a fart head? Yeah. That's, fart head. That's the line of the movie right oh, there. Good stuff. <laughs> line of the fucking movie. Good stuff. You don't hear people throw around the term fart head anymore. It's, no. Classic shit right there. Back at the camp, Megan's trying to figure out how to like be in charge of little kids mm-hmm. uh, because the head counselors are dead and whatnot. And pretty responsible here, I think, trying to take care of these kids. And I'm like, I thought she was the horny party girl who just wanted to like fuck bad boys who were in prison. Now she's taking care of children. This girl's got many facets. This is a three dimensional character that they're building here. Yeah, Megan, very interesting. I'm on. I'm on board 100 here. You and me both. <clears throat> Court, uh, not so responsible. He's given oh. a stoner uh, explanation of what Indian markers are to the little kids, and they're like, "This guy's this, this guy's, guy's real cool. fucking idiot." Oh, I don't think we're gonna be safe out here with this fucking mm. stoned asshole in charge of us all summer. So, like, the the chief's like squaw or woman or whatever. It's pretty good. This yeah. guy. I wanted a little bit more court in this movie. Yeah. That's uh, next scene, it's nighttime or in the woods. The drunk grave digger is stumbling home. Yep. And also there's some yuppies just getting engaged. Out in the woods getting engaged. Yeah. Just like, uh, I'm going to take this woman out to the middle of the woods in the middle yeah. of the night and ask her to marry me. Yeah. Weird plan. It just sounds like you're asking to get murdered by Jason Voorhees, if you ask me. I like that the chick's like, hey, are we going to fuck out here or what? Mm-hmm. To which the guy responds... Uh, there's a lot of mess involved. I've, truer words never spoken. Oh, like, yeah. Just out on the ground, there's fog everywhere, there's bugs everywhere. Oh, I just time in the forest. I thought he was implying that he's getting it done and she's a squirter. Oh, yeah. could be. I, I don't know. We don't get a chance to see uh, yeah. what sort of a sexual relationship they have because Jason yeah. Voorhees just murders everybody is what happens here. Yep. Uh Pretty cool scene where the, the drunk guy uh, finishes his, the last drops of his booze and he's talking to it and like smooching the bottle. Yeah. He's crazy drunk. He casually tosses it over his shoulder, but then doesn't hear it break. So I guess he wasn't that drunk. Turns around. Jason Voorhees has caught the bottle oh. and then he breaks it and then stabs it right through his neck and oh, there's blood everywhere. No. Mm-hmm. So he's screaming while he's getting murdered and Steven, the yuppie guy's like, yeah. I better go investigate this scream. Oh no. It's Jason Voorhees, and he's just hacking at a body with a machete. With a machete, yeah, a lot. He's just hacking away at it on the ground, just over and over. It's not really. something you want to walk into in the middle of the forest. In the not even kind of when you've just gotten engaged. So they're like, "Fuck, let's get out of here." Uh, hop on their motorbike before they can scoot out of the the woods. Jason just shish kebabs him with his machete and just kills yep. both of them. So that's that's more dead people here in a uh, forest green. This yes, indeed. A lot of people getting murdered in this town. Mm-hmm. It might be time to change the name again. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, nighttime. It's still nighttime. The children are asleep. At Back the at camp, the bunks. Right here, right here. Um, uh, one of the little kids has apparently fallen asleep reading Jean-Paul Sartre's No Exit. Yeah, the fat girl, the little fat girl. Hilarious visual gag that they don't really uh, oh, yeah. call attention to. I love that so one. They're out of nowhere. That's, that's funny stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Sissy and Paul are playing cards in their cabin while the kids sleep. They got a roaring fireplace. It feels very cozy. It yeah. feels very summer camp movie. Uh, one of them has created some sort of card game. It's like a Jason Voorhees card game. Which sounds yeah. pretty fun. Like, Sissy's got this shit going on. She's like, those people play the Jason Voorhees card game. And I'm like, tell me more. Yeah. I don't know how to do this. But then Paula's like a stick in the mud. She's like, eh, I don't want to play cards. Something's wrong about... They come so close like, to come telling on. you, too. Paula, crack open some beers here. This is the point in the 80s slasher movie where, like... Chicks start taking their shirts off for no reason, yep. and, and that doesn't seem to be happening here. What's, what's the major malfunction? You should be in your underwear. Somebody should be in their underwear. Before they can strip down, though, they hear a child screaming in terror. Yeah. So they race to see what the commotion is, and there's the little blonde girl, and she's like, I saw a fucking monster. It's a creepy man. He's trying to kill me. And they're like, oh, you're just a dumb little girl. You yeah. had a dumb little dream. Go to bed, you dumb about little it. bitch. Great line here where she says, uh, it wasn't a dream. It was real. Just like on the TV. These kids. Just like these on kids, the TV. They're getting raised by the TV here in the 1980s. They think the TV's real? Oh, no. Uh, next scene, probably the scene of the film here. Yeah. Court's getting busy in the RV. Um, Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. He's with a chick who's got some crazy girl energy. She's doing great. She's like making him like fuck her to the rhythm of all the heavy metal songs yeah. that she loves in her fucking like uncle's RV, I think she says it is. Right. They're just out in the middle of nowhere. This guy has clearly songs, never had sex. Songs over, over 10 minutes, he says, Matt. And she yeah. wants him to do to the rhythm of the song for the whole song. A whole 10 minutes? He's like, I'm in high school. Yeah, There's no like way. 16 years old. What What does she expect from him? He's like, the good thing is I'll be ready to go in another 10 minutes because mm -hmm. I'm in high school. Once again, I'm noticing here, uh, girls not stripping down after hours at the summer camp. Here we get a sex scene and these people are fucking with all their clothes on. Yeah, I'm right. Like, what's going on? What's There's that not going to be any tits in fucking Jason Lives whatsoever, it What's looks this like. this a boot? This is a weird, this is a hard R-rated fucking slasher movie. Yeah. Ooh, where'd the mandate no titties in the movie yeah. come down from, and why, I'm wondering. And again, Seems like a dumb fucking decision. Can't stress enough how bad this guy looks at pretending to make sex. Well, he... Fully clothed, uh, established that he's stoned out of his mind. Yeah. This chick is clearly just like been around the fucking block. Oh, yeah. He's in over his head. Way I over. I think this is just, it's all informing his performance. This guy knows exactly what he's doing okay. as an actor. All right. What happens here is uh, Jason Voorhees sees this RV a rocking, but he still comes a knocking. Yep. And. They get murdered. Cuts the power to the RV. They do. They're like, oh shit, now we don't have our sweet heavy metal music to bang to. Uh, you gotta go outside and plug our RV back in court. Yep. And he's like, I don't know, Jason Voorhees might be out there. It's pretty scary. It's the middle of the night. It's let's, dark. Let's just get out of here, they think. It's a good little, good little horror movie scene here where he's like tiptoeing around trying yeah. to plug this thing in, thinking maybe Jason Voorhees could be around any corner. 
but he's not. Nah. And they're like, oh shit, it wasn't just unplugged. Somebody hacked through our fucking wires. Let's uh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. They Court just to. starts driving like in a maniac. Yep. And he's fucking having a great time. Yeah. He's just hooting and hollering, just like screaming, Ooh, this baby jams, is what yeah. he says as he's hitting the gas on this RV. The dumb girl he was fucking is stumbling all around, falling on the ground because he just keeps hitting the gas, hitting yep. the fucking brakes. She's incredulous. Who, who is this moron I've brought into my uncle's RV? Guy doesn't even know how to fuck. Doesn't know how to drive. This no. is turning into the worst night of my life. Does he even like metal? Yeah, probably not. Name name two of their songs. Fucking man. poser. Yeah, fucking poser here. Turns out Jason Voorhees was hiding in their bathroom, which is another bad turn of uh, events for her. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, I should say that uh, Teenage Frankenstein is the heavy metal song that's playing here as they get killed, which is pretty fucking awesome. That's, oh, that's yeah. A great song. Yeah. Great fucking song. Uh, Jason pulls her into the bathroom. Court making a lot of funny like gags, like "Oh, you're making a lot of noise back there. What's going on? You taking a shit?" Oh yeah, he does. Yeah. Great, like razzing chicks that you're banging about taking, taking shit. Like definitely fucking good energy to have. Girls love that thing. There's that whole vibe. Jason puts her head through like the side of the bathroom. It's like made out of cheap metal, so you see her face indentation come in. That, yeah, that was a fun shot. I like that there. one. Unfortunately, I don't think Jason understands driving. Because he goes up to court while he's driving and just sticks a knife in, into his head. Yep. It's a gigantic, like, fucking buoy knife into the side of his head. Mm-hmm. You can't do that while somebody's driving, man. They're probably going to crash the car. Yeah, but if you're an undead monster with superpowers. You know, that's a good point. Nothing Maybe really matters he's, anymore. He's turned into a real adrenaline junkie yeah. now that he knows that he adrenaline can't die rush, anymore. Adrenaline rush, adrenaline rush. Going around trying adrenaline to rush, relive adrenaline that thrill. That's what he's always looking for. Fucking, when you're out there on the waves, man. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, but this is a great fucking scene. The fucking RV flips. Fucking Jason. Goes airborne. Rips through the top of it, and he's just standing on it like a conquering fucking, like, uh, monster. It's and a really great reveal. The RV's on fire. It's just an iconic fucking shot. He looks cool as hell. Shoots out just Screaming at the heavens. Just, I'm, I'm Jason. I'm killing things. I'm blowing shit up. He's cool that way. You know who else is fucking cool? The sheriff. Not him. His daughter, Megan. She's very, Agree to disagree. She's, she's very rebellious. She's, Agree uh, to disagree. She's getting she's getting lectured by her dickhead dad about Tommy Jarvis and what a bad guy he is. He's the only sane like, person in this movie, the sheriff. Mm, keep talking about what a dangerous rebel this guy is. You're just making me want to fuck him more, dad. Not very smart. You're just making the coos juice. That's right. So she's hanging out at the police station, just like talking to her dad about how much she wants to fuck Tommy Jarvis. Yeah. Phone rings, and uh, she tells the person on the other end, oh, no, he's in the can, draining his lizard. Yep. It's a weird thing to say. I, As a teenage girl, I don't want to talk about my dad's lizard ever. I don't think so. No. This chick, this, this chick's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Um. Well, she wasn't. She's dad, a little bit of a freak. Dad, I don't like the way this feels. She's a little bit of a freak. She was, yeah. Was Daddy, I don't she, like it like this or something was like she that. She in that one? Was that her? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, figure out what that movie is. Yeah. It sounds terrifying. Yeah. But turns out it's the deputy calling about all the murders that are happening. He's yeah. like, hey, uh, remember how Tommy said there's going to be a bunch of murders? Well, they're happening now. You better come out here and do some police work. He's like, they happened. Tommy murdered everyone. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Is that fucking dumb kid again? He's been murdering everybody, yeah, probably. That's how he knew. Theory that we he uh, did it. Use for the rest of this fucking movie here. Uh, Megan's left alone at the police station, and 
Jason's like stalking around outside here, and this this, this movie's really cooking at this point. We're yeah. we're we're deep into the plot, moving along. Yeah. Uh, cut back to her later in the night. She's practicing just how far she can lean back in the the chair before the chair falls over. Yeah, it's pretty funny. And the phone rings again, and she falls on the floor like an idiot. Yeah. This girl, she's just rock stupid. I love this girl. Pretty much. I'd probably like marry this girl. Uh, it'd be nice for you. Tommy's the one calling, as it turns out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, hey, where's your dad at? You know, the dad who hates me and keeps throwing me in jail and threatening yeah. to kill me? Like, I was just calling to see if he wants to help me out or whatever. Like, yeah, he sounds like a real idiot. Tommy, you fucking naive idiot. This cop's never going to be on your side. Just get out of Crystal Lake or something. And he's like, tell your d- I could help, but he's got to get me supplies. Yeah, right. Sure. This cop's going to go pick you up and get you supplies and help you out. What, what fucking world are you living on? She's like, I'll bring you supplies yeah, luckily, and whatever's between these thighs. Luckily, Megan's all horned up, and she's like, hell yeah, I'm going to come pick you up. We're going to spend the night together. Yeah. Yeah, sure, Jason Voorhees is out there or whatever. You're fucking... We're going to get supplies. Hell Some yeah. condoms is what we're going to get. <laughs> she seems more I like am a ready to throw girl. down. Jason's at the camp after this. All his walking has led him back to the camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's that one sign where he's, or the shot where he's walking past the sign into the camp. And there's all the like, just the signs that just say like friendliness, sportsmanship, integrity, courage, self reliance, hmm. tolerance. And it's Jason Voorhees. This is, this is a funny shot. I like yeah, it. This is a good little gag. He's not in any of that. N- n- another great, uh, just, just iconic image from. Jason lives right here. Jason. Jason's on the campgrounds. We've established there's a bunch of little kids on these campgrounds. Yep. Shit's probably going to get fucking pretty bloody. Messy. Just real messy. Uh, Speaking of messy, the cops have found all the chopped up bodies of the uh, nerdy paintballer guys. Yep. Uh, The deputy's like, I'll order up some body bags. Yeah. It's a cool fucking line. I'd like to be a cop just to be able to say something like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Nah. Sheriff, though, he's just like, oh, boy, we got a bunch of chopped up, murdered bodies. This must be that Tommy kid is what's going on. Got he's be. pulling a prank on us, and he's going pretty far trying to get us to fall for it here. Yeah. Murdering a bunch of people. Fucking wacky, wacky Tommy. We're going to have to probably throw him in jail again. He's like, I need roadblocks up everywhere. We got to find this Tommy yeah. kid. This is the deputy's like, you know, he picked a pretty good day to be doing all this, too. Happy Friday the 13th. Yeah. That's what I wrote. Why does the deputy have a real thick Chicago accent all of a sudden? That seemingly came out of nowhere. Because he's cool. Are we supposed to be in Jersey or something? What's going on here? He's the coolest. I like him. Uh, maybe uh, making a, a run at the title of coolest is Sissy in this next scene. Oh, She's yeah. She's just hanging around reading porno mags by herself. She's Don't got, she was reading? She's got a magazine called Men at Play she's looking at. Oh, I didn't catch Get that. Get it, girl. How about it? Yeah, see, she's uh, she's sensing that somebody's lurking outside, mm-hmm. and uh, Paul is like, it just must be our idiot friend, Court. He's always lurking around outside. Teach yeah. him a lesson. So Sissy goes to the uh, window and dumps a soda. Pours some out, mellow yellow. And what she thinks is going to be Court's head, but it's not Court's head, Matt. No. It's probably Jason Voorhees' head. And- yeah. It is. It turns out to be Jason Voorhees because he yanks her ass out the window like real fucking quick. She she loses her slippers. She gets fucking yeeted out that window so fucking quick. And he just takes her head and twists it around completely backwards. Yeah. So she's dead. He's kind of surprised when it comes off. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, whole head popped off real quick. 
Must Ooh. have some sort of undead zombie strength going didn't, on all of a sudden. Didn't have that before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Megan goes and picks up Tommy after this, and he's like, uh, all right, fucking scoot over. I got to drive and get us some supplies. Yeah. She tells him, nobody drives this puppy but me. She's Biff Tannen in this guy is what's happening here. She's got a sweet muscle car, and yeah. only she's allowed to drive it. That's right. This chick fucking rules. She's the baby driver. <laughs> uh, she's like, don't worry. Uh, I've been through all this shit before. You need to hide your truck. Then we're going to go get some guns and shit. This, I've been waiting my whole life for something like this to happen. This is very exciting for me. Jason's creeping around the children, meanwhile. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're just like, oh, no. Oh, no. Jason's going to kill the children. I hope they can get there in time to stop him. Hopefully. Unfortunately, the cops uh, do a roadblock. Yeah. So they got to have like a Dukes of Hazard chase here. She's yeah. like, oh shit, a roadblock. Uh, we got to get a sweet car chase going on in this movie. She they lambs hit it. Hit the banjo music. But the cops cheese them. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Tommy uh, has to have his head down in her crotch during this whole car chase yep. so that they can't see Tommy's in the car. Mm-hmm. And he's like all uncomfortable because his face is right by her coos, but she's all like, Razzing him about it, like keep your head down there. What's the That's problem? I want it. This chick, this, this chick is. I've never seen somebody so ready to. What's What's Tommy doing? Still obsessed with Jason at this point. My favorite line is when she's like, "Hold on, this turn's gonna get hairy." Yeah, that's right. That's because it's '86. Chick still had bushes. It was she's got a huge bush. It's probably really fucking big. How do, where, where do you meet a girl like this these days? I don't, I don't think they exist. Oh, also... Muscle cars and pubic hair, sign me up. My wife wanted me to point out to you uh, mm-hmm. when they're showing all those gratuitous pussy shots. That's right, yeah. When he's laying in her lap. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason all her beef is on one side is because she's not wearing underwear. Oh, okay, yeah. I wouldn't imagine that she yeah. was. Those jeans were pretty tight. Yeah. Uh, the chase doesn't last long because old sheriff catches wind of it and he does another roadblock on the other side of town. I think there's only like one fucking road in this town. So there's like, yeah, oh man, looks like Tommy's going back to jail again. Jason's going to murder everybody. Yep. Next scene, uh, Paul is awoken by that young blonde girl who's just got a bloody machete in her hand. Just standing there with it. Standing there hovering over with a bloody machete. And she's like, creep. I found this bloody machete. I think people are probably getting murdered by Jason Voorhees. Paul's all like, oh, no, that's just sissy in court doing bloody machete pranks, I bet. Just don't even worry about it. Perfect. Probably not a big deal. Perfect explanation. Remember when uh, your friend got yanked out of the uh, window and then her neck snapped like 10 minutes ago? You just went to bed after that? You didn't, you didn't wonder what happened to her? Nope. Um, Sheriff is back at the police station just being an asshole, yep. threatening to murder Tommy again. He gets a phone call. It's like, hey, uh, murders are still happening. It's almost as if Jason Voorhees is around again or something. This guy's like, ugh, Tommy Jarvis, you're out there murdering people again? Yeah. Even when I got you locked up in the... You what, still don't trust him. You're, you gotta be fucking most wanted criminal number one at this point. You've murdered so many people. All the people. So he's like, oh, I got to go take care of these dumb murders. Keep an eye on this wacko. Yeah. What are you talking about? Fucking, you know this chick's just going to break Tommy Jarvis out and try to fuck him again. Like, That's Rick, man. You're he's... leaving your crazy daughter alone in the police station with your dumb deputy and Tommy? This is That's, not going to end it's well. It's Rick. He's a good cop. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. He's got this. <laughs> also, after he's off the phone, he's just like very casual. Just like, oh, yeah, your friend Court was found butchered. <laughs> yeah, he's dead. <laughs> so he's, he's completely dead. Yeah, he's dead as shit. 
Tommy Jarvis, the psychopathic killer, probably did it is what happened. Probably. No bedside manner on this fucking sheriff. Mm-mm. Um, so she's like, it's not possible. Tommy was with me this whole night. He couldn't have done these murders. He's like, I don't want to think about any of that. I told you, he did it. Case closed. I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So next scene, Paula's got to die. Oh, no. Because she's taking the little girl back to bed. Yep. And she's still not taking any of this shit seriously. Jason's standing in the window looking at him with the murder boner. And I'm like, she's got to die now. She's being too flippant about all this. She does not have final girl energy. It's got to happen. Paula's going to fucking bite it. Uh, finally, after she drops the little girl off and she's going back to her cabin, she gets a little spooked and like mm-hmm. runs back and is mm-hmm. like, maybe something's going on. Maybe Jason Voorhees is uh, murdering people. Maybe. It's all sorts of squeaky doors and like fucking the bloody machete next to her bed is now missing. Yep. A lot of clues that probably Jason Voorhees is about to murder you that she doesn't pick up on. She also realizes her friend Sissy is missing at this yeah, point. Yeah, finally. Finally picked up on that. You're, you're living in the same one-room cabin. How long did it take you to figure that shit out? Took her leaving and coming back to figure mm-hmm. that one out. There's a nice little fake out here where she closes the squeaky door, and uh, it's just like, ah, door shut. It was just the wind. And then immediately Jason just fucking Kramers his way through it. Yeah. He's like, ah, another murder time. Time to fucking murder you. Um, so how's he doing? Oh, yeah. We then get a shot from outside the cabin, and we just see her blood splatter on the uh, inside of the window. Oh, it's yeah. kind of subtle little kill, and you're like, oh, we're not going to see that one. But, but then Jason dead. Voorhees just throws her entire body through the window. So yeah. It's like, oh, not subtle at all. It's just a little, little artful shot we got here. Subtle and Got to and see her body get subtle. chucked through a window. Yeah. So she's dead. Most likely. Next scene... Very predictably, Megan starts working on breaking Tommy out because you can't fuck a guy when he's locked up in jail and you're not in there with him. It's just, I don't, this is not how it's going to work. That's correct. I've worked in a jail. Those are, that's, those are all factual statements. They cause like a ruckus. Dumb deputies like, hey, you kids, knock it off. Then they start like making out through the fucking, uh, the, the jail, the, the bars of the jail cell. He's like, hey, you got to quit making out over there. These are getting crazy. Sheriff put me in charge. Yeah, yeah. Little Barney Fife in this scene. He's got real dumb idiot energy. He comes over and tries to pull the girl off Tommy. Yeah. But she just steals his gun from him. Yeah. And is like, I'm going to blow your fucking head off, man. I, I've known you my entire life. You work with my father every day, and I'm going to shoot you between your eyes because I want to have sex with this blue-eyed boy so don't, bad. Don't forget when he's arguing with uh, Tommy through the bars, mm-hmm. he hits him with, you little turd, I ought to <laughs> punch you silly. That's a good point. I also like that uh, after she steals a gun, it's got like a gigantic crazy laser sight on uh-huh. it. It's fucking very 1980s laser sights on everything. I also wrote... Uh, Girl grabs gun in the most I've never held a gun before way. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So they lock up the deputy. They fucking roll out of there. And uh, Megan's like, I'm going with, man. And Tommy's like, no, I got to do this alone. And she's yeah. like, nope, I'm fucking an adrenaline junkie. Like, we're going to go rush, fight Jason Voorhees, rush, and then we're going to fuck on his body after rush, we kill him. Rush. And then he's like, okay, but I get to drive this time. Yeah. Megan lets him drive his, her car? Because they're She's in love. She's already established that nobody drives that puppy but her. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They got to be in love at this point, man. Yeah. That this, was, is, this is pure love. That was her way of being like, hey, anal's on the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all out there. As in, she's going to 
she's going to fuck his ass. So they make their way to the camp where Jason is now inside of the little kid's cabin. Oh, yeah. And all the little kids are asleep, and he's just like, oh, there's so many little kids to kill. I don't know where to start. This is a real delight. Yep. They milk it a little bit. Like, is Jason going to kill these children? Is he really going to kill mm-hmm. these children? Little mm-hmm. blonde girl's still awake. She sees Jason. He's hovering over her, and then she starts praying for her life. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty cool scene right there. Yeah. It's pretty hardcore. Make a little girl pray for her life next to Jason Voorhees. Unfortunately, before Jason gets to kill all these kids, the cops show up. The yeah, they do. The cop cars, and he's like, okay, guess we got to go kill these cops now. Uh, distracted. Yeah. Sheriff uh, looks in the girl's cabin and finds that every single inch of the inside is covered in their blood. That's a lot. Because they've blood. been terribly slaughtered. Yeah. You on board with the fact that maybe Jason Voorhees is around now, Sheriff? Come could, on. Could have been Tommy. Yeah, probably Tommy Jarvis doing this. That kid's a psychopath. He said yeah. it a million times. Yeah, he's he said in the it nut a hut, million man. times. He knows. Down by the pier, Jason uh, like throws a knife or something like a ninja, just headshots this one cop and kills him. Pretty pretty cool kill. Clean headshot right there. Jason's right in the forehead. Got to be practicing that knife throwing. That's that's I not just so. something you could pull off without a lot of practice. Mm-mm. Uh, another cop thinks he hears something in the woods, so he rolls up with his flashlight talking all tough like, whoever's out there, fucking, I'm a cop, better listen to me, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I'm a cop man. Ooh, little girl runs up screaming. It's yeah. a little jump scare. Too. Oh, God, it's just a little girl. But then Jason Voorhees pops up for real, rips the guy's head clean off his shoulders. Yeah. And we don't gets see the separation, though. We don't like, hear the noises of like his head. Well, it doesn't get separated. It gets yeah. squashed. Kind of squashed. He just lifts him by the head and then like pushes it together not from a, the side. Not a ton of like gore effects in this thing. You see like blood splatters or like heads, yeah. but like not a lot of just like makeup, like stabbing through flesh type things going they, on in this movie. They pay off on this one in a couple of minutes. So uh, Sheriff finds the girl, corrals all the kids into one cabin and is like, uh, get under your beds and hide. I'm going to go fight Jason Voorhees, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the cop. Fucking nobody else is going to do it. Hides so he, all the campers. He cocks the shotgun and goes out hunting. Yep. Immediately, though, he just trips over one of his dead underlings' bodies and screams like a little bitch. That's, so. that's the guy that got his head yeah. squished. Masculinity undercut there. From, the show is brains coming out of his nose. Brains everywhere. Fucking yeah. J- this is Jason Voorhees. He's on the gas, I think. This I, guy's been juicing. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Uh, he comes face-to-face with Jason, starts blowing him away with the shotgun, but we've established this is zombie Jason now. You're not going to yep. be able to blow him away with a shotgun. It's not going to work for you. He even tries the handgun. Those Nothing. classic The Undertaker sit-ups yeah. every time you shot with that shotgun. You better run away, Sheriff. There's, you're not yeah. going to be able to stop Jason Voorhees. Tommy and Megan show up after this, and it's just like, well, guns don't work. Fucking, I got an idea. I'm just going to get a big rock. There you go. This, is, this seems to be Tommy's plan. He's been The whole movie has been thinking about this. It's like, I got a rock. I got this burlap sack mm-hmm. full of hardware store goods. That's right. Yeah. And a boat. No problem. This is the plan. A great little scene here with a couple of young boys in the cabin where they're, they're doing some banter back and forth. They're doing some comedy. He's yeah. like, uh, what do you think? And he's like, I think we're dead meat. These kids are quipping about how Jason's going to murder them. And then the one kid's like... What did you want to be when you grow up? Yeah, that's a great line. Yeah. These kids, I think they would have had a future in comedy maybe if they weren't about to get. They were like uh, Waldorf and Statler yeah. or whatever. So they had some energy of that. So Megan's just screaming for her dad like a psychopath. Tommy's just slowly daddy, rolling daddy. a boulder towards daddy. the lake. Yep. <laughs> 
I don't, I don't know where we're going at this point, but uh, Megan opens up the driver's side door of her dad's squad car, and uh, Sissy's head rolls out of the car, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. fucking great, because it's just a terrible-looking rubber head. Just terrible-looking. Did Tommy explain his plan yet? No, no, not at all. Oh. We just keep catch, seeing scenes of him like rolling a fucking boulder like Sisyphus, and it's just like, what the... What's going on here? Yeah. What are, what are we leading to? Uh, Sheriff dies heroically at this point because he goes after Jason Hardcore. He, like, smacks him with a board, fucking takes a big rock and tries to cave his head in with it. And he's just like, well, you've done all you can, but unfortunately this is zombie Jason, so none of this is going to work. Oh, he explained his plan on the ride there to the camp when he's driving Megan's car. I'm going to get like, a big rock. He's like, the only way we can do it, you got to get a big rock. He's like, we got to drown him in the lake where he drowned before. Mm-hmm. It's the only way he'll die. Yeah, I don't know. It could work. Who knows? That's what he's claiming. Either way, zombie Jason Undertaker's up and uh, just strangles the sheriff until his neck breaks. So, sheriff's dead now. No, he breaks him in half. He's just, he, he this breaks, is, he this breaks is the one where he pushes him backwards. I, I and must break you. Literally breaks him in half. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks cool. Megan's still screaming about where her dad is. But he's dead. Tommy's like, I'm trying to padlock this boulder to a canoe. Could you shut up about your dad? Yeah. I'm doing real work over here. Great fucking shot right here where uh, we're in the interior of the kid's cabin where they're all hiding under their beds, Mm -hmm. and Jason just straight punches through the door, and it explodes into a million pieces, and he's just standing there framed all iconically. Terrifying. Probably the the best shot of the movie. Kids scatter like roaches, screaming their heads off. Fucking Jason's just towering over all of them. Mm -hmm. I think this is my favorite Jason. Everybody gets all fucking boned up about Kane Hodder's Jason. Mm-hmm, that thing, mm-hmm. Kane Hodder, Kane Schmodder. This guy's doing it right here. Oh. This guy's got all the physical presence you need for a Jason. Outfit's great, too. Kane's good in the next one where he's doing all the, like, hardcore bumping around for the telekinetic girl. But uh-huh. I think he just shows up at all those cons and people think they're friends with him. So they're like, the guy who was in, like, the worst two Jason movies is clearly the number one Jason. I don't know. This guy's good is all I'm saying. Props yeah. to this guy. This guy's getting it done. Uh, Megan, like an idiot, runs towards all the screaming. Yeah. She's like, I'm probably got to get killed by Jason. I'm just going to run towards the screaming. Yeah, he almost brains her. Yeah, he gets he gets like the 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 Von Eric claw going on her. He's about to squish her, her skull and make her brains go everywhere. But mm-hmm. Tommy, luckily, uh, is like, oh, shit. I haven't gotten to fuck that girl yet because there's been so much Jason stuff going right. on. I better get his attention so he doesn't. Squish your brains. Yeah. He starts screaming stuff at Jason like, it's me you want. Don't you remember? Yeah. That's right, maggot head. I'm right here. That's Kill right. me now. Maggot head. Come on, do it. Jason doesn't like being called maggot. Do it. So he's like, okay, I'll come kill you, Tommy. That's that's fucking fine. Uh, he starts wading into the lake after Tommy is in the boat right now with the big boulder padlocked to the boat. Yeah. Uh, eventually, he's completely underwater. He does that Jason walk all does the way. Does that in. Jason walk? It's very impressive. Bottom of the lake. Yeah. Um, there's Tommy's a moment like, where Megan I, screams I'm, like an idiot, and then Jason turns back and is like going to go murder the kids again. Yeah. He's like, "We, you're ruining the plan, you dumb bitch. Keep your mouth shut." Yeah. Luckily, Tommy gets him back on track though by calling him a chicken shit pussy. Duh. Come on, you chicken shit pussy. Oof, heavy words, man. Mm-hmm. So now Jason's fully underwater. Yeah. Tommy's in this boat. He doesn't know where Jason's going to pop up. No. What side's he going to pop up on? He's got to start looking around like, oh, God, where's Jason? Where's Jason? thought it was a nice callback to that, like, 
last scene in the first one where mm. where the little kid pops out of the lake behind the girl and drags her in. Yeah. Which should have been the last scene in the first movie, but then they have that dumb epilogue with her in the hospital. Oh, hate that shit. Should have okay? been the last shot. Kid pops out of the water. End the fucking movie. Was she okay? Turns out she was, but then she wasn't because they had to make a second movie. Oh. We'll talk about that some other day. Okay. A great little callback to that thing where it's like, oh, Jason's going to pop out of the water behind you. I'm sure he's going to pop second. out behind you. Tommy pours a bunch of gasoline in the water and s- lights all the water on fire. Yep. I don't know why. Just because it's cool looking, I think. Yeah. Why not have a bunch of fire going on out here in this lake while we do this last really? fight? Jason, of course... He sees some bubbles. Like, oh, here's Jason about to surface. I'm going to yeah. get ready to put this chain noose around his neck. Which makes no sense. He's dead and probably yeah, isn't breathing. He's not breathing. So why was there bubbles? I think he's probably just farting to throw him off is what was uh. happening. Because he pops up right on the opposite side of those bubbles, oh. gets him from behind like Jason always does. Shoo. We get a little bit of a struggle going on here. They're fighting on the boat. He's trying to get the thing around Jason's neck so he can drown him. Jason's just trying to murder him because he is, you know, he's a murderer. Yep. Um, eventually the whole canoe gets smashed in half because both Jason, sink into the bottom of the lake. Jason does a plunge on fire <laughs> through the boat. Uh, Tommy does get that chain noose around Jason's fucking neck though. So he's attached to that boulder. Now he's trapped down at the bottom of the lake. Unfortunately, so was Tommy. Oh, Cause Jason's got his fucking hands around his neck. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm guessing they're both just going to die here is what's going to happen. Hopefully movie over. No, Jason lets go of him. Oh, he's lets a nice him, guy. Let's him float to the top of the lake. And I'm like, what's going on here? Jason's a straight up murderer. Fucking, he should have just snapped his neck in half. He's like, we've been through enough, you and I. Turns out, no, he's going fishing, man. He's using Tommy as bait to get the dumb chick to jump in the water. And then he's going to grab her leg and fucking nice. murder her. It works perfectly. Jason's, he's, he's got a, all these plans in his stupid he's maggot He's a killing head. machine. A killing machine. That's right. Um, so she gets her leg grabbed. She's screaming. Uh, eventually, she's like, I'm going to take this boat motor and probably chop Jason up with it yeah. so I can get out of here. I don't know what the, the the spatial distances are right here because he seems like he's sunk all the way at the bottom of the lake, but she's able to chop him up with the boat motor, which should only be like, you know, like a foot under the surface of the water. Yeah. How far down is Jason here? <laughs> so he just... His head just barely fucking, uh, that's that's not a permanent way to get rid of Jason. You know, lake could be anywhere from like six feet to 12 feet He's deep. He's going to be grabbing kids right and left as they're trying to dive off that pier. Yeah. He's going to be murdering people constantly. Yeah. But it's pretty cool how she chops him up with a boat motor. Because getting chopped up with a boat motor is something that you, you always want to see happen. You get to see it in this movie. It's pretty cool. Yeah. There's, there's blood everywhere. She swims Tommy's body back to the shore. Yeah. Very strong swimmer here, but I guess... Growing up next to a summer camp your whole life, that's probably, probably going to be that sort of thing, yeah. Uh, so Jason's dead. She starts giving him mouth-to-mouth. She gives, so fucking yeah, she score. T-bone. Fucking total CPR. score, man. Uh, Tommy tells us it's over. It's finally over. Oh. Jason's home. At the bottom of the lake where he drowned. Oh, okay. It's a pretty pessimistic way to look at things, if you ask me. That, that, yeah. That's his home? Yeah. Give me a break. Unfair, so, uh, really. then we, we see Jason, and he does seem like he might be home under the water, and finally... No, his eyeball twitches! Oh. Jason lives! I thought he was at peace. No, not at peace. Uh, cut to credits. 
Cut to Alice Cooper's The Man Behind the Mask, the cool heavy metal song oh. made for the fucking movie. I think every movie we talked about it's this month get. had a cool heavy metal song made they specifically for the movie. Why you know we're talking about the most 80s slashers of all time. Metal is fuck. Fucking metal is fuck. Metal up your ass. That's it for our bullet points. Let's take a little break. Let's figure out what's coming up. And then... Judgment Day. Attachments allow nothing to be in your life that you cannot walk out on in 30 seconds flat if you spot the heat around the corner. In the city of Los Angeles. Recognize the MO? MO is that they're good. If you think these guys are scoring once and passing through, I doubt it. A relentless police detective is on the trail. Of a master thief. Your fugitive number one with a bullet is double the risk here. You're wrong. It's four times the risk, and I'm double the worst trouble you ever had. Clear! And his reckless partner. The bank is worth the risk. You should take it down. I want full surveillance. 24 hours, round the clock. We never close open seven days a week. Assume they got our phones. Assume they got our houses. Assume they got us. Bam. Bye-bye. They get more daring with every score. What's the estimate? 12.2 million. You're up. But one cop. He's here. I can feel it. Is closing in. Whatever score they're going to take next, they're going to have the surprise of a lifetime. Now, for the first time, Academy Award winner Al Pacino and Academy Award winner Robert De Niro collide. If I'm there and I gotta put you away, I'll tell you, you are going down. What if you do got me boxed in and I gotta put you down? Because no matter what, you will not get in my way. I will not hesitate for a second. Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, Val Kilmer, in a Michael Mann film, Heat. Precinct full of corrupt New York cops has taken money from the mob. Do you have any idea how connected he is? And set up a town where they make the laws. Freeze, police! But now, a small town sheriff and a big city investigator are teaming up to take them on. Who do you think you are? Copland, Radar, starts Friday at theaters everywhere. Can we put together a street team? 
Um, Where we get other idiots to do the work for us? I think probably we could uh, trick some young dumb kids into doing free work for us and tell yeah. them they'll get exposure or whatever. It's probably yeah. what could happen. Or we'll let you pick a movie or something. I don't give oh, a fuck. Oh, yeah, sure. You pick a movie and then uh, yeah. fucking, I don't know, go buy, go buy me dinner and bring it to my house. Yeah, come you're, out. You're welcome. Come out to the watering hole. I'll buy you a you shot. Come whitewash my fence and then uh, it's going to... You're going to learn life lessons from it is what's going to happen here. It'll come, come come over to old man Adams's yeah. uh, baby oil and blow recording studio. Oh, All your man. podcasting dreams are going to come yeah. true. And you'll star in the movie, Nathan, this doesn't feel right anymore. Oh, no. Oh. I think, think things are sounding good here. I think we got rid of that weird reverb. I kind of like it. It was probably appropriate for a spooky Halloween episode. Yeah. But now we got to look forward to the future right after we look back to the past we here. just said we have no future oh sorry go ahead we're gonna look back at what people thought about the movie we talked oh, about okay. in a segment that we call judgment day judgment something we do day. every week we had a couple of one butcher's knife reviews yes. we get a couple of five butcher's knife oh. reviews we read them we think about them and then we give our final thoughts i think i put this together a few days ago don't really remember what we got working here so uh let's, it's usually the best way the to notes do it here Looks like I got a one butcher's knife review here from an IMDb user uh, called The Old Guy from Halloween 3, which... Wow. Uh, are, they, are they calling Tom Atkins the old guy? Is that, is, is that a rip on to Tom I Atkins? I think so. Just because he's having sex with that woman who's half his age in that movie does not make him an old guy. No. This is what I say here. Old Guy from Halloween 3 says, mm-hmm. he's in the can draining his lizard. Jennifer Cook is the best final girl in the series. Gorgeous and funny as hell with a great personality. Whoa. She's the kind of girl you want to marry. Ooh. The black girl is also hot as hell. Okay. There's also a funny chick with Tony Goldwyn who says things like, That's a freaking fact. And a colorful gravedigger who drinks on the job. Nice. Oh, oh, no. Oh, oh, oh. Jumping the gun there. Hey. Overall, a pretty dumb movie where Jason gets brought back to life by lightning after 10 years in the ground. Police. Tommy Jarvis does really dumb things in this movie, but at least he gets the girl. One butcher's knife from IMDb user and horny old guy. The old guy from Halloween 3. Liked all the chicks in this movie, Matt. Yeah. I mean, he pointed out all the things that are good about it, Mm -hmm. and then just decided he didn't like it. This next, uh, I remember picking this one because it 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 picked all the things that weren't good about this movie, oh. and that I didn't really realize it until I read this review, and I was like, okay. you know, you make a good point. Yeah. Uh, one butcher's knife letterbox user, August Dawn, August <laughs> Dawn's making good points here. Dawn, go away, I'm no good for you. What is that? Who, 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 who song is that? Frankie one of those Frankie Valley, Valley songs? Yeah. You ever see that stage show? Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I tell you what, I hate Frankie Valley, but the show was okay. Oh, oh lovely. Yeah. Nice little time. Yeah. August Dawn says, No tits, no blood, no nothing. One butcher's knife. And I was like, reading that, I was like, hey, there weren't any tits in that movie. You're kind of right. I noticed immediately. Hey, you fucking... I didn't even notice that. You make a good point. Matt, this next Five Butcher's Knife review is from an IMDb user named Jacob John Taylor One. 
It's a lot of names all in a row. His name is Marcel my name Marcy too. Marcy May Marlene. Yeah. He says, this is a very scary movie. Oh. It is scarier than the first five Friday oh. the 13th movies. It is one of the scariest movies made before 1988. Okay. They're scarier movies. Friday no. the 13th 7, The New Blood is scarier. Okay. Friday the 13th 8, Jason Takes Manhattan is also scarier. Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday is also scarier. But still, this is a very scary movie. Oh. It has a great storyline, oh. great acting, great special effects. If you like scary movies, then you will like this movie. Jason is a zombie, so I consider this horror fantasy. It has a great soundtrack. The soundtrack was made by Alice Cooper. So it has to be good. Okay. This this movie. What? It is a great movie. What? What? Very scary. <laughs> what? Five Butcher's Knives from Jacob John Taylor One. Uh, I was on the fence, but he's gonna get it. Oh, oh no. He's the ham of the week. Last last minute there just got yeah. called a ham. Thought, yeah. I didn't know we were gonna have one. Yeah, he he landed it on account of how scared he was. Matt, let's cut to the fucking chase. Yeah. Let's see what Ivo Cobra 8 had to say about Fuck our movie. Yeah. This guy gets it. Official Baby Owen Blow film critic Ivo Cobra 8 says Friday the 13th, Part 6, Jason Lives, mm-hmm. is my all time number one favorite film of the franchise. Yes. It is one of my personal favorite horror movies. This movie is the bomb. This movie is the best horror slasher 80s movie, in my opinion. The bomb. They don't make movies like this anymore. They don't make I really wish that Hollywood would make movies like this one today. This movie has everything. I just love the death from the setting, from the music, from the actors, just everything it has in here. Tommy Jarvis goes to the graveyard to get rid of Jason Voorhees' body once and for all, but inadvertently brings him back to life instead. The newly arrived killer once again seeks revenge, and Tommy may oh. be the only one who can defeat him. He does, with a rock. Yeah. Tom Matthews is the best Tommy Jarvis, in my opinion. Oh, I love this actor yeah, so damn much. He's so underrated. Right? Tom McLaughlin resurrected Jason Voorhees, and he made so damn good job the best film he directed and writing it. Mm. I just love it so damn much. Mm. Jennifer Cook was great as Megan Garris, and she was likable. I love her so damn much in this movie. I do too. I love David Kagan as Sheriff Garris. He grew on me. He gave 100% of him. I agree. I, I love, love Carrie Noonan as Paula. She had the most heart in this movie. Oh, wow. Giving her the award for heart. I love Tom Fraley as Court. Seriously, he looks like young Johnny Depp in this movie. (laughs) He doesn't. Oh, spiff stretch. Whole cast is serious and does excellent job. I love everyone in this movie. I love Bob Larkin as Martin on the graveyard. I love his lines. Some folks sure got a strange idea of entertainment. Yeah. I love the actors so damn much in this movie. Not farthead. I love the graveyard. That scene that was filmed in this film, I love C.J. Graham as Jason Voorhees. He is excellent as Jason. I love him so damn much on the screen. Yeah. He gave 100% of him. Oh, he didn't? Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. It was so joyable to watch this movie in Thursday that I was jumping from excitement so much. I love this movie. I love the songs from Alice Cooper who performed the songs for this movie. I wish Alice Cooper would have been extra in this movie. He He was extra in John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness, which he produced and sung the song Prince of Darkness. Yeah, Prince of Darkness. I love soundtracks from this movie. He's back, the man behind the mask, the best song ever. I have heard the song many times. Teenage Frankenstein and Hard Rock Summer are the best soundtracks from Alice Cooper. Yeah. 
The song Animal is the best song from the movie. I am listening. I loved it. I have so fun with the movie. The best of the best. I love the kills. Even if it has humor on it. What humor? I haven't seen any humor in the movie. But I saw a great slasher film. That's what I saw. Martin Becker made special effects and he was great. I love practical effects in this movie. I love good kills. Yes. The movie has Jason walking around like a Terminator from the first film. We even have a deputy cologne, Vincent Guastafero, aiming with Dan Wesson, model 15VH with a big laser sight on Tommy, yep. in which Megan used the gun either. It sees similarity with these movie and with the Terminator from the 80s. The resurrection scene for Jason is excellent. Made given these movies, I can go with it. Uzi 9mm. I love the James Bond homage in the opening credits. Yeah. This film felt a little bit more like a movie from the Halloween franchise with Tommy and company going after Jason, and that is probably why I loved it. Okay. I love the final climax showdown between Tommy and Jason on the lake set on fire and the climactic scene in the boat. Mm-hmm. Tommy is attacked in the boat mm-hmm. in the middle of the lake and ties a boulder around Jason's neck to trap him. Got to. Jason fights back holding Tommy underwater long enough to drown him. I love the sacrifice scene t- from Tommy, that he sacrificed himself and he chained Jason in the lake, which he belong. Mm. Tommy is a badass in this movie, is my action hero. Yeah. I love this movie to death. I love everything about this movie. It is my number one favorite Jason film. The movie also has action. I forgot to mention, but it has tons of action. It's mm. great entertaining action horror film. Yeah. This movie gets my favorite badass seal of approval 10 out of 10 the best friday the 13th slasher movie ever i love it to death they aren't movies like this one today we don't have them anymore five they don't nice. make them like the big low blow film critic i will cobra matt while you're rocking out over there yeah why don't you uh take a moment to gather your thoughts and mm. give us your final Butcher knife rating and whatnot on uh, this fine film, Friday the 13th, Part 6, Jason Lives. My thoughts have been gathered. Mm-hmm. Okay, I good. I think... We're going to get through this. If Tim would have just talked to Jill before giving Bud an answer, yeah. I just don't I mean, think she would have been so mad. When you're in a relationship, yeah. you're married, you're, you're sharing the bills, you, you really... Gotta, you got to think about the other person yeah. before you just go off half-cocked. I mean... I know he was excited that the boys, Brad and Randy, were yeah. going to be stoked to have Piston season tickets. Mark, I don't know what point he was at in season five. Probably not so into going to basketball games, but, you know. I mean, also. I think about Brad and Rand. Also, was he completely supporting this family with his successful local cable access mm-hmm, television mm-hmm. show? While was Jill was just Jill a Liberty Gibbet. Just fucking going to school as a career, oh. you know? Trying Going to be a school, counselor don't or something. Pay the bills. Yeah. Jills. Oh, I'll tell you that right now. I digress. I mean, yeah. Ultimately, you got to ask yourself, though, yeah. what would Wilson do in basically any situation? Oh, hi ho, neighbor. Yeah, I, I think Wilson's given Jill a courtesy, yeah. uh, you know, just, 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 just so she feels better about it. Wonder what his slut niece Willow's up to. My goodness. That did you hot hippie chick? Did you get to see that chick uh, from any more than the eyes down or? Uh... Oh yeah! Oh oh yeah! They yeah, showed sweet. all of her. Oh. They should have. They should have only showed her from the eyes Ooh. down. You always the top of her head was always cut off. Eyes wide been, shut. That would have been a sweet little uh, yeah. 
gag, yeah, running gag. If you, if you excuse me, I've got a Google Willow home improvement right yeah, now. Yeah, it's going to be nice for you. I don't remember that character. While you're doing it that, sounds, it sounds intriguing to me. I will talk to the audience that I do not care about. Oh, there's no audience left, I'm sure. Good. I've chased them all away. Still listening to this. Good. Uh, Friday the 13th, part 6, Jason Lives, part 8, 10 to mm-hmm. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, 10 uh, to Yuma. That's the one with Christian Bale. Uh, oh, yeah. The not the one. original. Uh, this one looks great, as you said. Mm. It looks creepy and horror movie and campfire oh, scary story fun. Goosebumps right now. The little kids are a much needed yeah. uh, added thing to this film. Could have hacked up at least one of them, I feel like. One of those kids. Could have hacked up one of those kids. One of those kids had to go. Yeah. Like the no exit girl. Like, come on. Yeah. That chick already thinking about existential doom. Like, just cut her fucking chubby little head off. Or she should have to watch one of her friends die because of existential Mm. doom. You know, Mm -hmm. you get it. Yeah. Play it. Play play it. You know, just do the thing. Tommy is uh, good at what he's supposed Mm -hmm. to be in this. I like uh, Corey Feldman. I like the juiced up Megan. You know, she's a lot of fun. Megan, MVP of the movie. I agree. This Jason is absolutely outstanding. What a physical presence. They get it all right here. But I love the sheriff character in this Mm. movie. Mm -hmm. I think this guy's great. Yeah. He's the only voice of reason. He's, He's the guy that just doesn't want Jason to be alive again. And he's done with your shit, teenagers. He's just, yeah. Ugh, he just save it. He just wants life to go back to normal, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's trying to just hold on to normal, whatever that means. He's got real mare from he's Jaws speaking energy. for all of us. <sighs> no, it's fine. We could still have beach days. Yeah. Jason Voorhees isn't out there in the lake. No. It's a myth. But uh, ultimately, the lack of uh, gore and the complete lack of tatties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's going to hurt. Yeah. It's going to hurt it's it, It's got man. to. It's going to hurt it. It's got to take it down a peg. It is the best Jason movie that I have seen, mm. but I cannot go higher than three and one half slasher's three knives or half. butcher's knives. Jason knives. Yeah. Titties strong rating. Or a strong violent kill. For a part might have, six. Might have bumped it to a four. Three and a half for a part six. That's pretty good. It's good. It's good. A lot of people, when they're talking about the Friday the 13th films, cite Friday the 13th 4 as the best one. That one's trash. I gotta, I gotta say, that one's real good. I like it a lot. It's uh, maybe maybe the best best made film, uh, just, just top to bottom, but That's this one's just so goddamn award. fun. I like Zombie Jason, because yeah. finally you're just going all out. You're not... Trying to explain away why this guy can fucking survive all this dumb explaining shit. Explaining is stupid. Explaining is stupid. Jason's the star of this one. We're not worried about building fucking teenage characters anymore. Just cool slutty Megan with her muscle car. Yeah. That's all I need to know. This one's fun, top to bottom. So much so, I didn't even realize for the longest time that there were no boobs in this movie. Mm-hmm. Need some boobs. You throw some boobs in this thing. This is, this is, this is five fucking... Bullet, fucking five ninja star, mm. five whatever instrument of death. Whatever you want, you want it to be, five machetes. My only complaints: no boobs and that dumb paintball scene, which is awful. Yeah, just out of nowhere, yeah. get rid of that fucking thing. And this yeah. thing's a perfect horror movie. I'm still sticking to a solid 
four butcher's knives. Oh, this wow. Thing. This one's this one's a feel-good favorite. I love the gothic atmosphere of it. I love the Alice Cooper songs. Good time to be had watching Jason Lives. I tell you what, Jay, or Jay. A happy Halloween to all of us. What's your name, Nate? Yeah. Last time I checked, sure. It seems to me like you skipped over Halloween and went straight to Christmas. Oh, no. Because it sounds to me like you're full up on Christmas. Hey. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> oh man, am I gonna have to eat ham on Christmas? That's never, that's never yeah, one of my favorite always, meals. Yeah. Who wants, who wants a big ham? No one. No, no one. Quit, quit cooking hams, white people. My sister-in-law's uh, Bulgarian mother mm-hmm. cooks a phenomenal ham. Oh wow! Outside of that, I never had no Bulgarian ham. It's smoked. It's tangy. It's delicious. Got to get that tang. Everybody else. Bleh. Your ham is ham. Yeah, fucking throw your ham in the trash, because we're having a big celebration next week, Ooh. we don't need no fucking ham. Don't bring us a celebration ham. Hell no. We're probably going to order a pizza or something. Pizza party's the probably. best kind of party. It's our 200th fucking episode, motherfuckers. Oh, shit. It's going to be at a fucking extravaganza. Oh, It's a big shit. one. A big fucking even number. And you're invited. We decided we needed to pick a big movie, a fucking, just a classic fucking iconic film. The biggest. So we're going to talk about the greatest shootout in movie history when we begin a month of prestige dramas. Yeah. We're going to kick it off with Heat. Michael Mann's Heat. Bicentennial the Man. Manliest movie. That <laughs> Bicentennial Man gag was just a gag. <laughs> We're not really talking about Bicentennial Man, you, you old so and so. You're all a bunch of. Seriously, though, Heat next week, 200th episode. Be there or fucking be square. On Baby Oil and Blue. Yeah.